What up, guys? Your boy Quake. We're back with a brand new episode of the Diverse Mentality Podcast, number 72. And I got my co-host with me in the building. Yes, sir. It's your boy Vito. Let's get it today, man. Hey, I need I need people to follow me on Instagram, man. Louis Vito. L-O-U-I-S-V-E-T-O. Please follow me. Yeah, hit him up on Instagram. Yes, sir. I'm not really active on Twitter or anything like that, but Instagram. Yeah, that guy that always tweets us, shout out to him, too. Yeah, he shout out to, uh, I forgot, what was his name? Let me, let me look it up. Yeah, I, please, I need to give him a proper shout out here. Yeah, he a gangster. He always tagging us. Um, yes, sir. And actually, let me put it on my phone here, because I can't even find is it, it on my... I think it's right here. No, I got it, man. Okay. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. All right, all right. I, Paradise XV, Cartier, shout out to you, man. Yes. Um, And the other guy that donated, too, I want to give him a shout out yes. as well. Let me see if I can find it. He donated on a live stream on YouTube which I appreciate, of yeah, course. Yeah, we really appreciate the support, guys. That means a lot to us. Yeah, it's only, um, let's see here. Yeah. Everything E. He's, he donated $5 on the live stream, so shout out to him, Everything E. Everything appreciate. E, appreciate you, man. Yeah, thanks thank so you much. very much. Yeah. Um, let's talk about a topic that's been very controversial, uh, something that's been trending on Twitter for a couple of days now, and I don't know, it's, it's a great discussion. It's something to talk about that um, everybody had their own perspectives on it. Obviously, we don't know um, the 100% details of things. We don't know per people's personal lives. So I didn't really weigh in on it too much. And I'm not really going to weigh on it too much here. But I mean, it's it's up for discussion because it's kind of weird, I guess, for lack of a better word. It's, it's something that you don't really expect out of someone who's basically a billionaire. So uh, the reports out there that Dr. Dre's oldest uh, kid um, is homeless and driving for DoorDash. So let's go over the article quick. Dr. Dre may be living the rich single life, but his eldest daughter is reportedly still struggling to make ends meet. In an interview with Daily Mail, 38-year-old Latanya Young said she works as a delivery driver for DoorDash and Uber Eats, as well as an assembler at a warehouse. But she still claims she can't afford to secure an apartment in California and has been forced to live in a rental car. Young said she asked her estranged father, who's worth about $800 million for financial help, but hasn't received any support in 18 months. Young is Dre's daughter with 53-year-old Lisa Johnson. The couple reportedly separated when she was just five years old. Young added she hasn't seen her hip-hop mogul father in over 18 years and can only contact him through his team. Um, Young has two teenage daughters and a three-year-old son who are currently staying with friends. She said, I've been working in a warehouse and doing Uber Eats and DoorDash. My kids are staying with friends. They're not living in the car. It's just me. I'm taking odd jobs just to make it now. I got paid $15 an hour as an assembler at a warehouse. I'm trying to keep my head above water. I've been in debt for a while. Uh, the car is a pretty penny. It's an SUV, SUV that costs 2300 for three weeks, and I only paid for one week. Sooner or later, they're going to take the car. Uh, Young explained she moved from Nevada to California a month ago in search of higher wages. The wage is higher in California. There is no work in Nevada. There wasn't enough jobs. I have friends and family that will let us come back and forth, but the majority of the time, I'm living out of my car. Dr. Derek did pay her rent and give her allowance in the past, but she says that ended in January 2020. She said, I'm homeless and I've been reaching out to my dad for help. She continued, his lawyer has said that my dad doesn't want to help me because I've spoken about him in the press. I feel like I'm damned if I do, I'm damned if I don't. I'm just trying to communicate with him and see if he wants to talk to his grandkids. My kids are old enough to know who he is. They are in shock. He doesn't want anything to do with them. So, of course, we know Dr. Dre is in a divorce battle right now where he's paying $300,000 a month to his ex-wife. So, what are our thoughts on this? Um, 
I think here, here's the thing. We don't know the details of what's going on. Right. Obviously, Dre doesn't like the fact that she's going to the press and talking about this. Um, she is 38 years old. At a certain point, and this is the way I'm viewing it, this is my take. I don't know their personal life because we have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. Um, my personal take is at 38 years old, if somehow you're still struggling, you need to really reevaluate your life. Because at that point, it's like, come on, you know, you're, you've, you've been through experiences in life. Um, you can't just rely on your father being rich to help you through life. Uh, right. Maybe that's why Dre isn't supporting her anymore. He was supporting her all the way up until January 2020. So that means even when she was over 18, whatever the case may be, years and years probably supporting her. Maybe he felt like she's not working. She's not taking um, initiative on her own to do anything. And he said, why enable somebody? And that's usually what happens when you support your child for a long time, you're enabling them to just be lazy and do whatever they want to do. And I'm not saying she's lazy, but I'm just saying that's what it leads to. And I was reading the 50 Cent book, Hustle Hard, Hustle Smother, the last chapter. And 50 was talking about that, how his, um, uh, not ex-wife, but his baby mama, the first one with the child that's like 19, 20, whatever. Um, he kept trying to build them a business. Like, hey, you know, she was interested in one, at one point doing uh retail, selling houses, whatever, uh, commercial retail, whatever, selling homes and stuff. He was like, yeah, it's, you know, it's dope here. I'll fund you. I'll get take you, let you take the classes. She took them and then just stopped, quit. She didn't care. Yeah. had no motivation. And 50's like, what the fuck? Like, you know, you need to be doing something. You can't just rely on me. And then the same with his son. He said when he tried to give his son, his son really liked sneakers. And he ended up driving past a shop in New York that was closing with a bunch of sneakers. And he was like, the guy, you know, he asked the guy, why are you closing down? And he said, uh, just not enough traffic, you know, uh, cars and people yeah. coming. So he bought all the sneakers and the guy was happy as fuck. He took those sneakers, gave it to his son and said, hey, open up a sneaker online shop where you can sell them. This is back in 2011, 2012. Wow. Right now there's Goat, the app Goat and those other apps that yeah. sell sneakers. He was like, he could have been one of those early on because he has access to Fit50, can buy any sneaker he wants and sell them. Right. So he never took initiative of that. And that's what happens. People get en enabled and they get self-entitled. Like they feel like, you know what? He has the money. He's good, man. I'm, I'm his son or I'm his daughter or I'm his ex-wife. He'll forever take care of me. He's right. not obligated to take care of you. After Definitely. 18, legally, I mean, me personally, it's my kid. I would take care of him as much as I can, especially if I was a billionaire. I can see that side of the story because it is kind of fucked up. You're essentially a billionaire and you have your daughter yeah. living homeless. So there's two ways of looking at it. What are, you, right. what are you thinking? No, I mean, if Dre is mad at her for going to the press and, you know, saying whatever the hell she's saying, but, dude, when they see her and they know it's Dr. Dre's daughter, like, they're going to constantly talk to her, constantly ask her questions, constantly media. So, like, I bet she's getting, like, tired of that shit probably too, you know? So, of course, she's got to, you know, say something or... But anyways, um, she, it's like you said, man, you can only help people so much, you know, to a certain extent. Yeah, and 30 years, years old, man. Yeah, that's, and you're 38. That's, like, that's, I understand if she was like 23, but, fucking up money. Or, yeah, exactly. You know. But you, you keep helping a person to a certain extent, and if, if it's just not seems to be working, then you, you got to just let them on their own, man, figure their own life. And, yeah. you know, it's your family. You got to help as much as you can, period. Family, blood, that's it. But- you know, it can only go so far, man. I've seen both so sides. God knows what the story is, but I don't know, man. That's crazy. That's prayers to her, man. I hope she uh, figures something out. She needs to get out of Cali, man. Cali's and that's a yeah, and that's that's another thing. California, man, that, that's a expensive lifestyle over there. You know, nothing's cheap. Here's a great a tweet that blew up. 
she said this person randomly tweeted this and said this because it was trending on Twitter for like two, three days. People were arguing back and forth about what's the, who's the blame, blah, blah, blah. She says, what bothers me about this conversation surrounding Dr. Dre's daughter is that people are saying she's 38. She's too old for this. Just get a job. As if people of any age can't fall on hard times, especially during a pandemic. Did y'all forget all of last year? That's what I'm saying. Like, we don't know what, what the situation, how, how did she end up in this situation? That's what I'm saying. It's, it has yeah. to be poor money management. There's, yeah, there's really no there's, there's other. There's no other. I'm pretty sure. I don't know, man. But no, I mean, if I'm she sure got, Dre helped a lot financially. I mean, it's still January 2020. That's yeah. And we don't know how much, but yeah, you know, if let's say she was getting 5,000 a month, who knows? 10,000 use that money, man. And you know, do something with it. And especially he, he probably let her know like, Hey, I'm helping you to this, this date. Yeah. So right there, you know, hey, I have eight months. Yeah. Did she say she got kids and all that? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. But they're not living. They're, they're living with uh, like family and friends. They're not living in the car with her. Okay. So they're not like having to go through that completely. Yeah. I mean, here here's the thing, man. You know, I know it's family. I understand that. But if you keep helping somebody and they just don't get it, they just keep being lazy. Like, yeah, at a certain point, man, it's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, like, they what just got to figure what out. What do you want me own. to do, man? Yeah. yeah. yeah and sometimes right. you have to push people out and let them be homeless to figure for them so they can actually have hustle and do something, you know? Yeah. And unfortunately, that's what it takes. Even I watch Dave Ramsey a lot. And he's like, man, he hears stories of 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds still living with their parents, not doing shit. Like, and they're the ones that keep giving them money. And that's why they act up and they do... You know, I'm not saying that she's doing that. I'm just giving examples of enabling somebody. It's like an addict. You know, you you can't keep taking them to rehab, taking them to rehab. That's not going to solve anything. You're just throwing money at the situation. You need that person actually needs to be willing to change. And if the person is lazy or just doesn't right. want to work, that's in them. They just they're like they feel yeah. entitled. Like, hey, my dad's a billionaire. I don't have to work. Why should I have to work? That's I mean, the same. you you know, your father is Dr. Dre. Like, yeah, she should have been smart enough to say, hey, let me stick by his side. Let me. Work with him, whatever he can give me work, you know, to do whatever. I'm pretty sure that there's yeah, they also they also offer. mentioned that Dre could possibly get her a job and something like that, but um, I don't know. I mean, Dre's been supporting her since January 2020. At that point, she was what 37, 36 years old. You know, so, so was he supporting her before? Or? Yeah, till January 2020 was the last. 37 years old. She would have been 36, 37. I don't know what, when her birthday is, but around there she would have. Well, been. that's a long time. Man. Yeah, I mean, to be yeah. certain to support yeah, somebody. Yeah, that, from, that's, 36 yeah. years old, you know, at that point, man, you have to, we don't know how much, we don't know what the situation is. Right. If I was a billionaire, which is insane money, I would buy her a $200,000, $300,000 house, paid off, that's it, nothing more. That, yeah. Dude, that, that's more than enough. Yeah, like, her, you know you have a place to sleep yeah. and nobody can kick you out. That's what I would have done. Yeah. That's my take on it. If I was a billionaire, that's nothing. $200,000, 300000 it's yeah. penny change You can find a place, I mean, California might be more, but it doesn't matter, man. It's still even 500000 There's nothing to Dre, yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah. I, that's, yeah. that's what I would have done. I would have gave her yeah, a house. I would have gave her a decent car, a brand new car. It's like a Toyota or something that's decent, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000. you are good. Yeah. After that, all you do is work to survive. That's it. You're done. Yeah. And there you go. I Dude, mean, what, what could you ask for more? Yeah, and that's, that's Like perfect. if somebody came to me, hey, house, like if you became yeah. a billionaire yeah. and you just say, hey, brother, but that's a paid off house. Dude, that should be, to pay, to, to get a house is very difficult. Yeah. To, we're talking about the Will Smith and Jay-Z thing about investing, trying to help people get houses because it is right. hard. Yeah. yeah. So that's 30 years. Usually a loan is 30 years. Yeah. That's 30 years. It just It's taken out of your, yep. you know. 
But I don't know if he ever did that. He should have probably. I, if I was Dre, you should have done that, man, for her. Because that's your kid. That's just how I feel. Yeah, I mean, um, apparently, though, I mean, we'll, we'll see, I guess. Because Dre's going through a divorce, so he's probably dealing with a bunch of shit. Yeah, um, I know there's too much going on. Yeah, so, I mean, honestly, yeah, like I said, billionaire, it wouldn't really affect me to get somebody out. But that's the thing. It's entitlement. People feel like, like 50 said, people yeah. just around you feel like, oh, because you have it and I supported you, I need to get it too. It's mine too. No, that's, right. not, that's not how it goes. But, but I mean, this is a different story, man. This is your daughter. I mean, he's saying he's saying his, his baby mom and his own son, he's, he's referring to. So that's his family too at the end of the day. You know? Yeah. He tried to help his son. His son was like, nah, man, you're 50 cent. You should give me all these things. I mean, if you, if you help him, let's say you get her her house, she ends up losing that house and fucks it up with something bullshit, then that's when you know it's it's done with. Yeah. Hey, there's no more help. Like, I just gave you a freaking house. Yeah. Like you, I mean, yeah. this person saying Dr. Dre's daughter should write, should write a book and tell everything about Dr. Dre and get her money that way, which is basically going against Dr. Dre at that point. And that, that, and that's what I was saying, because she's probably having so many people just coming up to her. Hey, give me, give me, tell me a story, you know, media, blah, 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 blah. And she's probably going crazy with that shit, too. So she feels like she has to say something. Yeah, and but would you, getting mad. would you go to, against Dr. Dre at this point? Like if you were the daughter and you were homeless? Would I you? can't speak on that because I don't know what the situation is. No, I just say it was me and I didn't give you, you were homeless and I didn't give you any money. And you were like, hey, man, what the fuck? I supported you till January. Same situation. Would no, you go? No, if you supported me till thirty-seven, yeah. the fuck no, man. Are you crazy? Man? <laughs> I mean, that, everybody's that would, that would be fucked up. Yeah, you're just a terrible person at that point. Yeah, yeah. No, no way. Not me. I sure. mean, another thing she mentioned too, which is fucked up. This is the part where I really have an issue with. What's that? Dre didn't even hasn't even talked to his grandkids or even reached out to them in years. Like, that's your grandkids, man. You know, as a doctor, I mean, I don't know the situation, but that that is kind of yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it could be he could. Part of my friend, but he could be a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, just, you know. Yeah, to talk to not talk to you your grandkids. Saying? It could be all Dr. Dre's fault that everything's happening. Well, a lot of things too, man. Know. When you're that big, that level, there's a lot of people that get in the way of you being exactly. Able to. Yeah, so it's very complicated. Because Michael yeah. Jackson, before he died, like the people around him were blocking his family from reaching out to Michael Jackson. Period. They were blocking him completely. And that's fucked up. You know, Michael Jackson didn't even know his own dad was reaching out to him. All kinds of shit because he was at that level. When you reach that level, yeah, there's so many crazy. people that block you from, like your own family, they'll block your own family from reaching out to you. I feel like it's very stressful, man, life. If you're yes. in that level, like, you know. No, if you get your shit together, man, it should be fine. Still, I, I believe it's still stressful. It is. I mean, there's going to be people who want money. I mean, 50 even talks about it. He's like, man, I run into so many people that are like, yo, I used to support you when you are younger, man. And, you know, now you got to look out for me. Like, No, but I mean, if, if, somebody, if somebody grew up with you, supported you, helped you, been with you grinding going no, through no, hell he, with he's not saying financial he's saying they just they just yo fuck i fuck with the music that's all they're saying they weren't like helping or anything else i mean who gives a fuck at that point i don't owe you a penny just because you yeah, said no nah. i you know i fuck nah. with your music yeah. look at the dog out there i was at their dog i was like who the fuck's dog is that <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah i mean it's it's a very sticky let me see what other people got to say man because i'm curious yeah i mean it's a who knows what's going on man because like i say he could be just dickhead and Cause that's crazy, man. That's this person saying any parent who feels they don't need to help the child in any way within reason because they are grown aren't good parents, and that is a hill I will die on. Um, there is a saying like, "What a kind of dad that would he a is." Pa also, a parent should help their child, no matter what. You know, like you gotta help them, but yeah, I guess 
It just depends, man. How how much you have, how much you've been helped? Like Basically, it's, it's been you've been helping thirty seven years. That's too much. Yeah, if you look, if you look, yeah. mainly men are saying she's grown. She needs to figure this shit out. He's already been helping a long time. The yeah. women are saying that's still my child. I'll still take care of. That's really what it's what I'm seeing here. Which you know? they're not. They're right. Either either way is right. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I think way either right. way. Yeah, it just, I, that's what I'm saying. It just depends on you. No, it depends yeah. on the situation. Exactly. That's that really too, what yeah. it depends on. Because there is how you are. There are certain points you have to stop supporting somebody if they don't get their shit together. I mean, you can't just keep giving somebody money and they keep fucking it up. Yeah. You know, that that then they'll be like, oh, you know, my it's, it, and then it starts affecting you in a way. Yeah. I mean, you it can't. Does. You know. Yeah. You can't do that. So this guy tweeted this whole Dr. Drake daughter thing is hilarious. This isn't someone in their early 20s figuring out adulthood. And he was still supporting her as recently as 18 months ago. She's a very grown woman who doesn't take accountability and he's tired of it. So, yeah. Could be true, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, let me know what you guys think. I Like I said, either or is, is, you know, I would support my child to a certain extent, obviously. Uh, that's my own kid, but... You know, if, if if it's been twenty plus years of me supporting you, yeah. you still haven't figured shit out. Yeah, like like I say, man, it just it just depends when you get in that feel in that in that situation. Depends how you feel, and then those are the decisions that will come out. I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, I'll, I'll no, yeah. I'll, I'll support. I, I, don't, I never been in that situation, so I can't really like yeah. you know. I think I think by by the time you hit thirty as a kid of the parents, I think that's when the cutoff time should be around thirty. Because in your 20s, you do fuck up a lot of shit, you know? And you understand. Let's just say 22, you fuck up something 24. You know, you probably fuck up something 27. By the time you reach 30, if you yeah. haven't learned from those situations... No, after 30 minutes, that's it. Bro. Yeah, if you haven't learned from those situations to me, I'd be like, you're not learning shit. You got to be put out on the street and figure it out yourself to, so you can have that hunger, that motivation to do, you know, shit on your own. Because at that point, it's too, too much, man. So, um, yeah, we'll see if Dr. Dre ever responds to this. That's what I'm saying. The album's gonna be dope because I think he's gonna talk about all this shit. Yeah, ex-wife, so. this, and usually when so. when they're they're back or against the wall like this, the music comes out to be a lot better. Yeah, so definitely. But she was talking about the SUV that costs two thousand three hundred dollars for three weeks. That's like, why would you get a car that's that much? That's the case. I mean, it's just expensive out there, bro. That's probably what to it get is. a car like that is the price of their cars are even more expensive. In Cali, I think she's rent. She said renting it or. I can't remember what. Yeah, I only paid for one week, so they're going to take the car. No, she just said. I don't so, know so, so apparently, maybe somebody's giving her the car, and in three days, they have to. She has to pay. That's crazy, because if you're doing uh, what was it, Grubhub, whatever Uber eats, Grubhub, yeah. DoorDash, all. Yeah, damn, that's half. Probably half her money is going just for the car rent. So yeah, that's tough, man. Yeah. All right. Um, next, this is Kanye. This is kind of interesting. Uh, Kanye's been doing a lot of crazy shit. This past Friday, he didn't drop the Donda album at all. He actually was on the phone with an engineer, Mike Dean. Mm. While while the show was going on the live, yeah. he yelled at the engineer. He's like, man, this shit that you guys, you messed up on this mix and mastering part on this song. Totally. That's how much of a perfectionist Kanye is. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. He just heard that and was like. Yeah, he was like, he, he called him in the middle of the fucking thing. He's like, yo, you fucked this shit up. Like, he's like, he's mad as fuck at me. Damn. So Kanye is serious about it. When it comes to his music, he does not play. He hears anything he doesn't like, he'll just automatically fix it. That's why it takes forever for his shit to come out, too. Wow. So um, so Kanye did the Gap deal, as you guys know. Um, did the Yeezy Gap deal. Uh, the ex-CEO said um, that the deal... Is frowned. He doesn't like the deal. He frowned upon it. So 
Kanye West signed a 10-year deal with a clothing retailer Gap in June with plans to create modern elevated basics for men, women, and kids at accessible price points. Under his design vision, however, the former Gap CEO, Mikey Drexler, who was once on Apple's board of directors, thinks Yee is joining forces, thinks Yee joining forces with the brand wasn't the best move. Drexler spoke to Yahoo Finance about how Kanye West doesn't suit big corporations, despite generating millions for his first Easy Gap piece in one night. He said, I probably shouldn't say this, but I told him he shouldn't do the deal because it doesn't make any sense in my opinion. I have a lot of friends at Gap still, but it doesn't work for someone like Kanye. He isn't a corporate person and Gap is a big corporation, he added. So I know the jacket sold out. They did $7 million on the jacket overnight. Kanye is a smart guy, but he shouldn't have done it. I don't think they should have done it either. So Kanye's Gap jacket, by the way, sold seven million. That's crazy. And overnight, <laughs> which I think it defeats the purpose of him even signing to Gap because Gap was supposed to be a cheaper alternative than Yeezy, and it was supposed to have more product. I believe so, yeah. So why is he making a limited run again? Like that makes Gap, no sense. Gap is decent price clothing. Yeah, so I don't know, I don't know what the jacket sold for. I got I don't remember. I don't, if you can look that up, it'd be great. Um, I say like things to be creative. Uh, spoke about the highly, so he talked about Drexler. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, seven million overnight, and you can see why Kanye's a billionaire. I mean, that's insane to do seven million. I think on it's one four hundred, four hundred dollars. That ain't reasonably priced, bro, for a fucking jacket. Let me see Gap Kanye West. Yeah, Kanye West donned a hundred. This says four hundred. Let me see. Let me see the price point on this bitch. There's no way it's fucking four hundred dollars. Um, where the fuck is? It's reason it retail for two hundred, two hundred dollars, which is still a lot of money, by the way, for a jacket. For a jacket, no, bro. That's that's a it's a jacket, man. I know, but fucking two hundred. That's why like you can't get a thirty dollar. I mean, you can get a thirty dollar jacket. I've seen jackets go for fifty hundred. I mean, yeah, there's price all over. Prices, you know, fifty. I mean, that's 60, decent, but still, two hundred dollars. That's still that's that's a reasonable price for. I don't know. Yeah, yeah they made you know, seven million dollars off that, so that's, that's a, a lot. lot. Yeah. Man, that's a God knows percentage return. <laughs> oh God, dude! Yeah. Lord have mercy. Yeah, so Can't do the math right now, now, but that's why he's a billionaire, man. It's insane. So shout out to Kanye waiting on the album. By the way, the album has features from as a track with Lil Baby and Weekend on it. They just wow, yeah, little baby, weekend, weekend, little baby, and Kanye West. Yep, wow. Let me see what the what the actual title. He actually put it. That's out. that's got to be a good song. I mean, it's Kanye's getting everybody on the fucking album. That's crazy. Weekend is he's always on fire and killing it. Everything he drops is insane. Little baby and Kanye. The weekend, yeah, little baby and Kanye. You just said today that that weekend song dropped eleven million views in a day. Yeah, that's crazy. I can't imagine adding those two on there. <laughs> yeah. That's why I think Kanye's doing a lot of features too. There's gonna be a lot of people on the album as well. Nice. I was seeing like all kinds of names. Uh Lil Dirk's on there. So Dirk has finally made it to like mainstream. I can see that, pop. yeah. No, he's yeah, he's on there. because uh, he made that Old song Chicago. I'm going Kanye crazy. Going <laughs> Kanye crazy. liked that record too. I'm going Kanye crazy. So yeah. Um Fetty Watt, man, recipes to his four year old daughter. Um, she passed away and Rightfully so, the mother slammed TMZ for prematurely announcing cause of death. Now, this is the fucked up thing TMZ does. And I always yep. I'm glad when people attack TMZ because this is fucked up. TMZ always announces things before the family even realizes that they're dead. 
or they'll announce things that are private without even fucking like asking family or anything. And the way they find this information is crazy. It's usually people surrounding them that want some money, which is insane when you think about it. So there's a lot of fucked up vultures around rich people, man. Yeah. That want, that want any kind of money. So it's like you, me, right? Something happens, you know it. And then somebody, you tell like somebody that's one level above you, mm. they know, and then they're the ones that sell the information. And you wouldn't even know that one of your homies like sold the information to TMZ just to make a quick buck. And that's your own like friend, you know, like shit like that. It's fucked up. So family member potentially. Shady shit. So TMZ's fucked up for this. But uh, Fetty Wap has been mourning the loss of his four-year-old daughter, Lauren Maxwell, on social media over the last several days, although he didn't reveal any details about her passing. According to TMZ, Maxwell died at her home in Riverdale, Georgia on June 24th from a fatal cardiac arrhythmia due to complications of congestional cardiac acclimate. I don't even know. I'm not a doctor. A heart defect she had since birth. But Maxwell's mother, Lisa, who goes by Turquoise Miami on social media, is furious at both TMZ and Hollywood Unlocked for prematurely announcing the cause of death. On Thursday, August 5th, Miami fired off on hostile Instagram posts, slamming both outlets for digging up her daughter's death certificate. Her death certificate says cardiac arthema due to congestional heart defects, she says, she wrote. But that is not the full cause of her death. That is why the autopsy hasn't come back yet. How dare y'all go steal my child's death certificate and announce the cause of death before anybody was ready. There's a reason why her autopsy isn't back yet. Asshole at TMZ at Hollywood Unlocked. That's fucked up. That's a four-year-old kid. Though. Somebody needs to get somebody. I'll put, TMZ, some, man. I'll put some hands on somebody at TMZ yeah, for this yeah. shit. Straight up, man. No, they just don't give a fuck, man. It's like, yeah, yeah they have no. They don't care. They're, they have no morals, no no, no ground or nothing. They just report shit. You know how fucked up that is? Um, She continued and said, the most disrespectful shit y'all could ever do to a human being. I hope if y'all even met with this type of situation that people show y'all the same disregard the y'all two blog owners have shown me and that have the audacity to put my government name that has not been on the internet on the internet. Do y'all smoke crack? I'm tired of my privacy being invaded. I'm tired of people lying on my child. I'm tired of people reporting lies about my child. Y'all love breaking news so bad, but this is my life and it's me without my daughter and not one of y'all. I feel the loneliness every night, not none of y'all. Y'all so fucking thirsty report on a four-year-old. This is my trauma. This is why I posted it and moved how I felt comfortable. Um, fucked up, man. Yeah, so apparently... I don't uh, blame her, man. Yeah, they're, yeah, they don't even care. Fucking with people's families. That's sad, man. Four years old, that's so young to pass away. You don't even get to... You're not even cognitive of life man. yet. Yeah. yeah that's Rest in peace to Betty Wap's daughter. Uh, Aaliyah's music. So Aaliyah's music's been dealing with a lot of... Uh, uh, her estate has been dealing with a lot of legal issues on releasing her music. Um, not new music, but releasing the old albums on streaming platforms because fans want to stream her albums, but they can't because they're not available on streaming platforms at all. So there's been a lot of like legal stuff that goes on, which is fucked up. This person's passed away, and there's still shit going on 20 years down the line. So let's go over the article. Uh, Leah's family calls out Legacy Leeches as her music finally readies to hit streaming services. Leah has been physically gone for 20 years, but her name continually pops up in headlines on Wednesday, August 4th. Rumors the R&B legend had been given a sleeping pill and carried onto the plane unconscious prior to a fatal crash made international headlines. So yeah, that article is kind of crazy. 
Uh, the information allegedly came from a source included in the forthcoming book, Baby Girl, better known as Aaliyah. While author Kathleen Andola disputes this is a fact, according to Rolling Stone, Aaliyah's family speaking out shortly after the Daily Beast posted the initial article, the family issued a statement to Aaliyah's official Instagram account. Protecting Aaliyah's legacy will always be our focus, it began. For 20 years, we have battled behind the scenes, enduring shade, shade, uh, shadowy tactics of deception with unauthorized projects targeted to tarnish. We have always been confused as to why there's such a tenacity in causing more pain alongside what we already have to cope with for the rest of our lives. Um, now, in this 20th year, this un scrupulous endeavor to release Aaliyah's music without any transparency or full accounting to the state compels our hearts to express a word forgiveness. Although we will continue to defend ourselves and her legacy lawfully and just justly, we want to prevent, prevent the inevitable attacks on her, on our character by all the individuals who have emerged from the shadows to leech off of Aaliyah's life's work. Ultimately, we desire closure and a uh, modicum of peace so we can facilitate the growth of Aaliyah's memorial fund and other creative projects that embody Aaliyah's true essence, which is to inspire strength and positivity for all for people of all creeds, races, and cultures around the world. The state of Aaliyah. So, yeah. So now, finally, her album's going on streaming platforms on September. Uh, two of her albums are going on streaming platforms. I'm sure the rest are going to be on there as time goes on. I think one's on October and one's going to be November. About time. So now fans can actually listen to her music on Apple Music, Spotify, all this stuff. It's going to be nice. So, yeah, um, she definitely, you know, the way she passed away sucks, man. Really stupid. So the book book of this person said that she got actually, she was really scared to get on a plane because she got notified that it was overweight, the plane. So much luggage and shit, too many people. She didn't want to go on. So to calm her down, they gave her a sleeping pill and they put her on the plane regardless. Wow, so and it was she, overweight. She probably was sleeping when. Yeah, they put her on the plane after that. Yeah, yeah. To calm her down, and then the plane just crashed. Done. All those people died. Like, what's the point of that? If it's overweight, just be like, "Yo, let's let's wait this out. Let's split it." Like, why? Why? Like, I mean, sometimes it's just business wrong decisions. No, man. If it's made. overweight, like overweight, use your brain. Hey, it's overweight. This is not safe. Let's let's split up here. Let's try to figure out. Like, yeah. The fuck, dude. Same shit with the Kobe kind of thing. Kobe, the the, the, the clouds were like foggy as fuck. The flight guy should have just been like, listen, Kobe, I'm sorry, man. We're just not safe conditions flying. Why fly out? But what if the other person is the one that's, hey, man, I got to go. I got to go. doesn't matter, man. I wouldn't do it. I'd be like, listen, man, you can fire me. I'm not going to risk my life and your life yeah, yeah. just to go somewhere. Fuck out of here, dude. But no. it's hard sometimes because, you know, he's basically the boss. Yeah, gotta, but I, you know I would. I'm saying if you say no to him, then it becomes a problem. You don't want problems. My life. Sometimes it's a tough situation. Sometimes I, you got to go with the gut. I know, but my life you know? is. Oh no, no, definitely, one hundred percent before yeah. anybody. I don't give a right, fuck. Right, I see. I listen, man. I'm a I'm a pilot. Twenty, thirty years training this shit. I know more than you. Please, sir, do not get on this flight with me. And it's done. Shut the That's fuck simple. up. Yeah. Sit your- <laughs> and if he says shut the fuck up, fire me. I'll be like, I'm good. I'll find some other work. I'm not gonna die for some fucking right, right. flight, man. So yeah, this is an overweight flight. Too much weight on there. Why the fuck would you fly with too much weight on a plane? Like you know something's gonna go wrong. Like that's common sense, man. It's just Damn. dumb. Really fucking stupid people. Like people that just rush things and don't even pay attention. And I can't yeah. believe it's been twenty years. That's so fast. Yeah, she died in two thousand one. Yeah. So, little Dirk, Dirkio, he's been killing it. Obviously, I mean musically, everything's been popping off for him. Dirk. 
Uh, Lil Durk vows to stop rapping about the dead after reflecting on King Von and Brother D thing. Now, he said this before, so I don't know how serious he is, but I hope he's serious because, I don't know, man, rap about dead people and just, like, laughing about them dying, like, I don't know. It's really stupid. Yeah, man. Smoking on the Tuca, who I smoke, like, all these. Yeah, no. This is, like, chill, it's entertaining music. Don't get me no. wrong. It is entertaining. The music is good. Don't get me wrong. The music is good. Right, right. Some gangster shit, but I don't know, man. It's, if something sits wrong with me pumping that type of music. Nobody gives a fuck anymore. Yeah, it's really fucked up. It's like you have to do you have to do more crazier things to get attention. So now it's like, what can we do to like make people whoa? Like, yeah, because you're already seen pretty much all. So, uh, going to the article, growing up on the South Side of Chicago, Lil Durk has suffered through numerous tragic losses in his life while on the road to stardom as a rapper. Durkio was often name dropped the dead in lyrics throughout his career, but after some deep reflecting on losing those closest to him, such as his brother D Thing and protege King Von, he won't be doing it any longer on tracks or while performing. Um, he said in the tweet, I'm not mentioning the dead in my songs no more or performing songs with their name in it. Uh, Vaughn left us, D-Thang left us, and I was lost. I'm done name dropping the dead after my deluxe and only my songs though. So um, that's what he said though. Like that says what I'm saying. He said this in January 2021. He said, I'm, I'm done name dropping after my deluxe only in the songs though. But now he's saying he's not going to do it at all. So we'll see. It's I probably guess. done, done. We'll see. I mean, you would think after all these losses and shit that, yeah, man, he's been going too, too, through too much. So uh, it's... Jeez, this guy, this guy has somebody <laughs> yeah, that man. dies like every six months. It's yeah. fucking crazy, man. I know, like I'm... That's <laughs> tough, man. Yeah, he's been dealing with drugs and all kinds of shit. Mentally, it, it definitely fucks you up. That's not... But hopefully all rappers really stop mentioning dead people, man. Yeah, Especially yeah. Tuca. Tuca's like 14, 15 years old and there's songs about him. Yeah. Like, Tuca, come on, man. That, that, kid, that guy's a kid. Like, why are we rapping about smoking Tuca and just... It's really stupid, man. A lot of it's a respectful thing, like to not just talk about dead people. I mean, it's the streets. You don't really give a fuck. Yeah, I know, but it's like, come on, man. Yeah, respect the dead. Yeah, at this point. So, Post Malone, smart man, investor. He's investing in a multi-million-dollar plant-based burger company. Nice. So uh, let's go over the article. Post Malone is getting into healthy eating industry by investing in a plant-based burger company, Actual Veggies, which I've heard already, according to Veg Communist. Uh, through his management team, Electric Field Ventures, the Hollywood Bleedings rapper has contributed to the latest $2.3 million seeding round for the New York City-based company, which launched in March of 2020. Other notable investors include later Miami MLS player Kiaran Gibbs and Big Idea Ventures and Rose Street Capital. Instead of the initial, instead of imitating meat, actual veggies creates patties with whole ingredients for consumers who are looking for less processed products and letting the natural flavors and nutritional value of real, actual vegetables and ligaments speak for themselves. Since we launched, the company has been an incredible whirlwind, and despite the challenges of 2020, we made it a reality. Actual Veggies co-founder and co-CEO Haley Schwartz said, the growth we have seen over the past few months far exceeded our expectations as we expand nationally with partners including Sprouts Farmer's Market, Hungry Root, and Perfect Foods, Sunbasket QVC, and Fresh Direct, she added. We are humble by our new partners, shared excitement, and look forward to building off success to further scale actual veggies. I like veggie burgers, man. They actually taste good. I don't, I don't think don't... I've ever tried one. Yeah, you have. There's Really? Uh, what's that Burger Fi place? Have you, you tried it there? Burger Fi. Burger Fi. Burger Fi. No, I don't. Yeah, we have it right next to our house, man. We, 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 really? I'm sure you, sure you got it. Honestly, I don't really taste the difference 
Yeah, I would. No, eat no, I'm glad he's investing in some. I hope he succeeds with this. Yeah, I would. I would. People, I would more people need to do this. I would eat plant based stuff. No problem. Yeah, man. It's of course. Really good, man. Tired of that processed shit. Yeah, we need to start Keep getting shitting it. all day. Yeah, as soon as I eat. Yeah, Taco Bell is disgusting. I don't know how you guys can eat that. Dude, McDo- McDonald's is the worst. I don't know, McDonald's. As soon I as never, I eat McDonald's, I, I never, start <laughs> shit immediately. I never have a problem with McDonald's. Man, I'll give it two minutes max. And I, just, I have a problem with Taco Bell. Yeah. This shit all over the walls, man. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> Junta. Junta, yeah. So I don't I don't know. I, I want to get into plant based stuff. Um one of the guys I met, shout out to Pierre Bourne. Not Pierre, but Pierre uh not Pierre Bourne. That's the artist. Pierre. Um I met him. He's a vegetarian. He said it's really good. He likes it. So I'm getting hungry now. I don't know. Yeah. I might get into plant based stuff, man. I really want to explore more plant based stuff. So this is good that they're starting to um invest more into this type of stuff. Um, no, more people need to. Huh? More people need to. Yeah, we need, to, we need to make this like no other companies like protocol like like KFC no got it process got, bullshit. Yeah, KFC got into plant based chicken. They tried it out, sold out really good. Good. Um, I think it was Burger King already has a plant based burger. Impossible. Oh Whopper. yeah, yeah. Impossible they already got Whopper. that. Good. Um, I'm sure Wendy's and all the other places can get into it too. I think I tried that Impossible Whopper. Did you like it? Yeah, it was it was decent, man. You I couldn't it? take this difference. I was like, yeah, I really. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. I really can't taste the difference. It's worth it to me. I yeah. think. I mean, I don't know. I gotta eat it again, man. Try it. Try that burger fry. Yeah, I need to try that. Yeah, a burger I'm, fry. I might try. do that tonight. Plant based burger. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they're available tonight. Ah, we'll oh, fuck. Yeah, it's kind of late right now. By the time we get yeah. done. Yeah. I'm hungry. Oh, it's seven. Shit. Yeah. Tyler the Creator. This is interesting. So, if you guys remember, this is back when DJ Khaled dropped his album and Tyler the Creator dropped his album. What ended up happening is Tyler the Creator beat DJ Khaled for the number one spot. And DJ Khaled got pissed. <laughs> he got really pissed. There's a video of him saying, man, we, we, you know, we, I make number one out of their movies. Everybody bumps. This guy, <laughs> nobody hears him. Nobody hears his music here. So he, he kind of basically dissed Tyler the Creator. Kind of sound like Trump right there. Yeah, and he, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> basically what it is. Let me see. Let me see if I can find the video. I want to play this because this is, this is 100% facts. Khaled. So Khaled was I'm, I'm number one. Yeah, he's no, bitching. Come on. Another one. So this is this is the video that Tyler the Creator is responding to, and I'm gonna put the video that um that Tyler. I gotta say this too. I make albums so people can play it and you actually hear it. You know, driving your car, you hear another car playing it, you know, go to the barbershop, you hear them playing it, you know, turn the radio on and you hear them playing it, you know, it's playing everywhere. <laughs> it's called great music. It's called Albums that you actually hear the songs, not no mysterious shit, and you never hear it <laughs> on your dome. Caleb, funny mom. So yeah, he, he's basically talking about Tyler Creator's music. He's like nobody hears that shit. He was dissing him because he was mad yeah, that he didn't get the number one spot. Yeah, he feeling some type of way. And then Tyler the Creator went on Hot ninety seven and you finally responded. His album, by the way, Tyler the Creator is a really fucking good album. Fully could be, could be album of the year, by the way. So. It was it was already making alternative rap and not fully being again accepted by like the BETs or like a lot of them shit I've been dealing me and that's dealing with my whole life. So for some guy like that to kind of indirectly be like, that ain't real rap, that ain't real black music. That's what it felt like, and I was like, my nigga, don't don't do. But I didn't say nothing. I just let that number one speak. The nigga ego yeah. had to deal with that because his whole identity is being number one. And when he didn't get that, that sat with him longer 
in real lifetime than that moment. I moved on. I went and did some shows. We went to London. Cool. Didn't think about it. That sat with him because his whole identity is we the best. We the number one. Huh. And when the underdog to him took that away from him, that nigga ego was deflated. Yeah. He'll probably never admit it. Well, but and you do. And I saw and it's no it's no hard feelings towards him. Yeah, it was it was already. Yeah. Khaled, yeah, Khaled. That's the first time I've seen Khaled really hate somebody. Like, actually, you can tell he's a hater, low key, man. I yeah. think Khaled is a hater. I think he tries to spread all his love, but it's like when he does things don't go his way, he gets like, yeah, he gets fuck like, this guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. What the fuck? We're I the was best. supposed to be number one. You're the best at a cock sucking bitch. Okay, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> 50, that's Tia told me record. You're the best. You're the cock sucking best. Go ahead. Eat, throw it. You feel it in your chest. I'm not Dang. friendly. I'm anti social. Go ahead, try me. I'll be fucking up like I'm supposed to. Wait, what's that? I gotta listen to those bars. Yeah. The bars are fucking fire. Hold on. Shit! Another one! Versus, we the best, and it's, we yeah. depressed. After the shit flopped, they're like, damn, we stressed. Oh! He a mess. He's not in a test. Oh. It's 20 degrees out here, and we gotta wear a vest. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> shit uh, yeah, those bars. Shout out to Fit. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta get those bars word for word. I, know I, I got most of them. Yeah, you the best. You the cocksucking best. Yeah, he, he 51 hard on that one. Yeah, after the shit flopped, they're like, damn, we stressed. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't the best this time, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, he's mad as It's fuck. okay, because we'll be back. We'll be back. Back. Number one. Number one. Telling you, 50 ain't got shit on us. We the best. Yeah, you're the best. You're the cocksucker best. Stop it. Let me see where the bars are, man. We the best. Let me see. Yeah. Callin. Stop. It's, Just stop. It's 90 degrees. You can't always win. Sometimes you got to lose, but it's okay. It's okay. You a sucker. <laughs> you a sucker. Tyler Crater's number one. Yeah. But you you, you want to listen to Joe? You want to listen to Callie? Fine. <laughs> I'll just fuck everybody up while I'm at it. Versus we the best and it's we depressed after the shit flopped. Like, damn, we stressed. We a mess. He's not the, the test. It's 90 degrees out here, and we got to wear a vest. Call me crazy. Go ahead. Call me crazy. Me and your baby and mommy got an intimate, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's, those bars are fucking fire. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? He said it's 90 degrees out here. We got to wear a vest. vest. Oh, shit, man. That's that, that was fun hip-hop right there. Yeah, I'm tired. I want more bars dissing people, man. I'm tired <laughs> of Honestly, I'm, I want some shit like this. Like, I miss when people are actually calling each other out and, like, Obviously, if it gets violent, it's not cool. But like, oh, definitely. Uh, but yeah, I like the Tyler Creator one. He's actually getting recognition in hip hop now again. Um, that was a good response. Man. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't hate on him. He's just like that's yeah. that is Khaled's whole ego though is being number one. That's his whole thing. So yeah, he got, yeah, nah. he got crushed. Yeah, and that didn't fuck. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he said that guy's ego was deflated. <laughs> you probably never admit it though. The cars drive by. Yeah, you know, barber shops. Yeah. <laughs> it's the that music, out. music that you actually hear. That you actually not that hear. mysterious shit. Like, yeah, dude. damn, Cal is a, Cal. Loki looks like that type of guy. I'd be pissed off about that type of shit. So. After the shit flopped, it like, damn, we stressed. <laughs> Cal, if Cal comes here, we play that. Yeah, Cal. I mean, I don't nah. care. I'm Cal. No, just, I love Cal. Don't yeah. get me wrong. No, man. I love his Snapchats, man. I'll be like, yeah, that's when people all everybody liked him though. Yeah. Fit. Speaking of fifty, um. He says Young Buck still owes him two albums for G. Come on, man. Leave that guy alone. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you, man? Yeah. Just leave him alone, man. Here, here's... Get him booked. Here's when he's saying he's saying he still owes him two albums for G. Unit. 
Buck has delivered more than two albums. It's just 50 isn't accepting them as albums. So he's <laughs> fucking them up. That's, that's He's fucking them up in the contract because you have to, it's like Lil Wayne with Birdman. You know what happened yeah. with Lil Wayne and Birdman? Birdman, Lil Wayne submitted to Carter five. Birdman didn't accept it, didn't like the album. And there you go. It's about the CEO accepting it. And clearly Buck has released way more than two albums worth of music. He's released like 10 mixtapes since he got out of June. So, so the CEO can just say, not accepting it, and yeah. that's that's how it is. Yeah, period. and you're stuck in that contract, God, which is that's fucked so up. stupid. Yeah, so let's go over the article. Young Buck filed for bankruptcy in 2010, two years after the Junit label had 50 Cent kicked him off the roster. While Buck is consistently referred to as an ex-Junit Records rapper, all hip-hop reports he's still very much signed to the iconic imprint. According to the court documents and Young Buck's bankruptcy case, 50 Cent wants to collect on a $250,000 debt Buck supposedly owes in two albums he never finished for Junit. 50 claims Buck signed a two-year agreement in 2014, which would begin after the delivery of the first album. Um, but because of Young Buck and 50 Cent's ongoing feud, Buck never produced any music under the agreement with G-Unit. 50 also says Buck has been recording singles and mixtapes, further violating the recording agreement. Live, Buck dropped an album called, or a mixtape called 40 Days and 40 Nights, which had nothing to do with G-Unit. Um, so, yeah. So, in a way of... Isn't he collecting more money by doing this? How? Because isn't he making money off him? Because he's still on the G unit. No, no, he just he's holding him. He's not letting him. He's, he's he's putting him in a shitty situation where he can't do anything. That's all he's doing. Like leave? Can't do anything? Yeah, you can't. You have to deliver two albums, and if the person doesn't accept those two albums, you're stuck. What are you gonna do? But is Fifty still making money off him? I mean, off the G unit stuff that he released. Yeah, I'm sure. Probably. Oh, like oh, I was talking about these ones. No, no, no. These these no. mixtapes he released, they're not on G unit. Right, but right. 50's oh, saying yeah, it's yeah. 50s lawyers and are saying it's violating the contract. So he, what if he, so he can just pay the two fifty and get out of it? That's one of the agreements on there that if you pay the two hundred fifty thousand debt, but Buck is saying I don't owe him shit, so I'm never going to pay it. So like, so now you're fucked up in a situation. It's like <laughs> I don't want to pay two hundred fifty thousand, but I'm stuck in the label and I can't do anything. So, mm. Buck, you got to get a hit record. That's the only way you're gonna get out. Maybe, but even because if he has, it, but no, if he, because if he gets a hit record, he can go to court. Like, man, I delivered an album. It's got a hit record. That's that counts as one. No, I mean, you can go to court right now and be like, listen, I delivered over ten mixtapes that are that are worth yeah, albums. Yeah, that too. Yeah, because he dropped so many mixtapes, man, that are like albums. You just fifty's not accepting them. That's all. It's it really probably is. he doesn't have the legal money to fight fifty. Yeah, lawyers. it takes it takes a lot, man. Plus yeah. two hundred fifty thousand, you got to battle that too, and yeah, it's a sticky Damn. situation, man. It's the same shit that happened on the first time. <laughs> So, yeah, Buck, Leave get on this Buck podcast. Leave Buck alone, man. I yeah. fuck with Buck. Yeah, I like the music that's dropping, man. 50 yeah. just kind of needs to let shit go and just move on, man. Even though 250000 is a lot of money to owe somebody, if that's the case, if he actually owes him. Quarter money. of a million, yeah. Yeah, it's, that's not, that's, you can't get that easy, man. It doesn't matter how rich you are. Sell that Roy's Royce behind you. If it's yours, sell it. Yeah. It's just a whip. I mean, it just, he doesn't feel like he owes him. Yeah, I don't know shit. So, yeah, so. He did that shit. Yeah, okay, fuck. <laughs> nah, nah, yeah, shout out to Bug, man. Hopefully he comes on yeah. the podcast. Um, yeah, I want to talk to him about this, obviously, and why there's a sticky situation on this. But Buck feels like there's royalties he hasn't been paid on to. There's a lot of fucked up situations going yeah. on in this, man. It sucks because I Unit, hate that shit, man. Yeah, just, man, Junit's just, a dope-ass group. It's yeah, like, come man, on, man. Come on. A lot okay. of this shit is just dumb. Um, Always money fucks shit up. Yeah. Always. That's, that's, Money's evil. Yeah. Fuck money. Really fucks up a lot of people, so. Um, oh, we need money. Fuck it. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep our eye on Buck in this situation. Good luck, Buck. So, yeah, good luck. We'll sure. fuck with you. 
new music. So if you've been up to date, there's been a lot of new shit that's come out. The Weeknd dropped his new single, Take My Breath. We saw the video. Pretty dope video. Pretty dope song. Yeah. And again, with the kind of 80s theme that he's going with. I liked it. It was so a, good it's a great song. record. Uh, what was it? 11 million views in a day. So shout out to him. <laughs> Crazy. Jack Harlow and Pooh Shiesty dropped SUVs back black on black. Uh, that's a record that they did before Pooh went to uh, prison. YNW Melly dropped Best Friends for Life. He's actually dropping a new album. YNW Melly's been locked up for so long, so I don't know where he's getting this music. Kevin Gates is on there. A lot of artists are on there, so wow. I'm going to check it out. YNW Melly's fire, by the way. One of my favorite artists that's out right now, but he's locked up and locked up for so long. Uh, Rico Nasty dropped Bust. Lil Tecca featuring Gunna dropped Repeat It. KSI featuring Lil Wayne. That's crazy. KSI is a YouTuber. He's a rapper now. He's huge. He has a Lil Wayne on the track called Lose. A lot of these YouTubers turn into rappers. So Tierra Wack dropped Walk on the Beat. These are all singles. Like he just turned right away. Yeah, he was boxing at one point, big boxer, and then he went to rapping. Just started making a couple of songs and boom, yeah. right away Lil Wayne. Now he's got Wayne. No, no, he's been rapping for a decent amount of time. He oh, actually okay. he actually debuted at number one on the UK charts. Nice. He's from the UK. That's good, man. That's fuck. Somebody's not really an artist like that. Yeah, I mean, when you're a YouTuber and yeah. you want to do music, yeah, you can. You got an audience. You make it happen as long as... You you're fucking with your music. Yeah. Nas, of course, dropped King Disease 2. I streamed it uh, live on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash QuakeGW, and I really enjoyed the album. And it's better than the first one, and there's only a few tracks I don't like. The few tracks that I don't like, these are the tracks that I don't like. I don't like uh, Store Run. I don't like, um, I think it was Count Me In. And I don't like Composure. Those are the only three tracks I don't like. Everything else is fire. I gave it a 9 out of 10. Very good album. Very good album. This guy's getting better and better with age, which is hard to do, man. To stay relevant in today's time and to deliver great music like that. His beats were nice, too. And like yeah, them. Death Row Smooth. East is one of my favorite tracks on the album because of the storytelling it does on the history of Tupac and Nas. Suge Knight, Death Row, all that. And then EPMD2 with Eminem was dope. Yeah, Eminem shouting out those legends, saying, "Yo, I, I want to be mentioned with Drake, the Dre's, the the Jays, Jays. The, all that." Yeah. And then he said, "Yo, I hit up Fifty on a text. He's, you say R.I.P. D.M.X. R.I.P. All the people that passed mm -hmm. away." He's like, "Yo, I hit Fifty a text. I told him I love him, and Fifty react to it. it was like, you know, he's the greatest of all time. You know, how Fifty Fifty loves him. I mentioned, yeah, <laughs> the greatest of all good. time. Blah blah blah. So uh, that was friends, dope. Man. What is your what is what is your favorite track on the album? Favorite pr track, The Pressure." I like the pressure. Um, I thought you liked the y a book in the hoodie YG too. Yeah, that one too. I can't remember which song was that. The YKTV. YKTV yeah, yeah. That was I like that one. That was really nice. I saw you bumping Forty Side a lot too. Forty Side. Yeah. Can't remember how that record went. Forty Side. Like. Yeah, that was good. It's a good album, man. I, there was, yeah. I think, uh, was it Composure? That one was all right. Nobody. Yeah. Brunch no, on Sundays, maybe too. I love Nobody because Lauren Hill, she never makes music. So to get her on there, Lauren Hill only released one album that went diamond. She's one of the best female artists, period. I don't know too much about her. Yeah, um, she dropped only one album and it went diamond. Only one wow. album. Wow. Went diamond. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> She's million. that good? Yeah, one album only released. So. Well, Nas, good job, man. Forget No, her. Lauren Hill getting her back and she spit that shit on there, man. So you can rap. She'll rap circles around any female rapper right now. Yeah. Want to put money on that shit. Um, yeah, man. Shout out to Nas, man. Great album. Great album. Man. Good Be job, Do you man. think it's better than the first King's Disease? Because I remember we bumped that a few times. Uh, I think it's better. I like. I think better. so too. And I, I like the album cover too, man. Yeah, it's, it's very clean. Yeah, it's clean. Yeah. 
Really nice. Yeah, um, shout out to Nas, man. King's Disease too. Yeah, Nas, legend. legend of thank you game. for the thank you for the music. Yeah, I like Death Row uh, East because of the storytelling. Like I said, that's my favorite track probably on there. Uh, Tanache dropped three three three, which is her project. Um, about sixteen tracks. Shout out to her. Sada Baby dropped the Lost Tapes, which is thirteen tracks. Fredo Bang dropped Murder Made Me, which is sixteen tracks. Uh, featuring Polo G, Coyle Ray. Um, shit, I zoomed in a lot on this. Um, yeah, so shout out to Fredo Bang. He's getting, he's facing some charges, which is going to be fucked up. So Then Young Dolph also dropped. That was last week. I think. Oh, it was last week? Yeah. All right, Billboard Hot 100 update. Guess who's still at number one, man? That Korean pop group, Butter. Still at number one, dude. Jeez, these guys they can't get knocked down at all. Never. Ten weeks. Another one. Jeez, man, this Insane. Industry Baby, Lil Nas, and Jack Harlow. You got mm-hmm. Olivia Rodrigo, good for you. Still there. Wait, is this the same chart? Maybe it's... Did that say it went down or good for you? Wait, am I supposed to be doing album sales or billboard? I think I did album sales last week, didn't I? Or last episode. Uh, I think I did album sales. Fuck, I, yeah, I mix did, these two sometimes. Yeah, I think you did do album sales. Did I do album sales? Okay, so billboard is this I time. Guess. Why yeah, you, I think you did do album sales. For real? Okay. If I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, this chart looks familiar. Uh, stay with the killer Ray. Justin Bieber is at number four. Levitating Dua Lipa. The baby is going down because I'm sure of the baby situation. By the way, the baby um, removed his uh, apology. Yeah, I saw that. I wonder yeah. why the fuck he did that. I think because people aren't accepting it. He's probably like, man, yeah, fuck he just probably shit. pissed. Uh, Doja Cat says, "Kiss Me More" is at number six. Ed Sheeran, "Bad Habits" is at number seven. Montero called my name. Lil Nas X is at number eight. Um, yeah, a lot of these records are actually falling off and starting to. Yeah, a lot of them. Six, nine, ten go back to what they're doing um that nelly record with that florida georgia line is going up it's a 25 right now late at night rowdy rich jumped from number 33 to number 29 so that's doing good um motley crew dropped down to number 33 which is a dope record that needs to get put up kid laray featuring polo g and stunna gambino debuted at number 41 the single not sober uh wakisha moneybag yo went up to number 46 the Drake and Lil Baby record still on the charts. I told you that's the one that's going to last. It's at 49. It's crazy. That's the one that's going to last. I knew it. Smiley featuring Drake, by the way, his artist, debuted at number 57. Oh. That's what a Drake feature does. Gets you automatically at least in the top 60. Yeah, it always does. At least. <laughs> so that's dope. Um, let's see here. What else? There's a lot of Cute. fucking... My Life with J. Cole, 21 Savage, Murray didn't move at all to number 69. A lot of the J. Cole records fell off, too. Damn, that's a lot of shit dropping. I mean, going down. Yeah, a lot of records fell off these charts. Hats Off, Lil Baby, Lil Dirk, Travis Scott, so number 83 went down. ESTG, Lick Back, debuted at number 89. Better Believe, Belly the Weekend, The Young Thug, debuted at number 88. ESTG, 5,500 5, Degrees, uh, debuted at number 92. Yeah, so a lot of these records, the Kid Laray feature Mustard, still choose you, debut at number 100. So, damn, Otherwise, every the baby record was dropped. Yeah, that's every good. single one, I think it was. Good observation because that is true. Yeah. I think even Kanye, Kanye removed the Na 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 remix featuring the baby and two chains off his streaming platform. Wow, man. Kanye just did that, by the way. So, <laughs> damn. Yeah. I mean, Kanye has a huge, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, gay following when it comes to his uh, music. So, it makes sense that he should. Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody, anybody that's that's should be removed. Honestly, the baby's really what he was saying is just too much shit, man. So, 
All right, that's it for this episode of the Diverse Mentality Podcast, number 72. You can stream us, of course, on Apple Podcasts, Deezer, Spotify, Podcasts, you know the drill. Uh, YouTube version premieres every day at 6 p.m. Not every day, but every Tuesday and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. I'll try to be on the live chat. Sometimes I miss it. Sometimes, you know, I'm there. So, um, you know, just been busy. We've been renovating the house. So a lot yeah. of shit has been going on. So a lot. Um, yeah. So thank you guys for listening and thank watching. You. We appreciate it. Be safe. I uh, hope you guys are enjoying your day, night, whatever it is. And peace out. Peace.